I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't think this is... Uh, I don't appreciate this. <laughs> Room Podcast Season of the Saw. My name is Darian. I am back with some more Power Tool Enraged Enriched. I, I'm going to say Enriched. Not Enraged. There is rage involved, but I feel like the murder is is enriched by the use of the Power Tools. And uh, that's pretty cool because, you know, that means at some point the killer involved had to go to Home Depot. And that's one of my favorite places to go on a Sunday afternoon. Miss Monica is here. I'm here. Monica, when was the last time you went to Home Depot? I bet it wasn't too long ago. Everybody goes to Home Depot, right? Yeah, maybe about three weeks ago. That's a that's a long stretch for me. I go. I think I go every weekend. Well, we only go when we have to fix something. That's good policy. After the dogs ate it. That's not good policy, but I've seen your dogs, and I understand that they are like a, a force of nature. I go because my goddamn wife is one of these, uh, watches a lot of the DIY network. Yes, she does. And likes to build herself some artsy, craftsy shit. Now, there was a time when you could get away with that by just going to Michael's uh-huh. and getting like popsicle sticks and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, not anymore, man. Now we need like oscillating spindle saws. Well, Dremel tools. My advice to you is that you should buy a piece of property and have her start building a house. Oh, God. That's just what I need. That would be fantastic. Sure, it would. Yeah. Well, but we, well, okay, let me explain to you how her little projects go. <laughs> what she does is she builds exactly three quarters of it and then she leaves it in the garage. <laughs> Swears that she's going to get back to it at some point, and then I either finish it for her or I throw it out, and then I either way I get yelled at. So I know I think I ordered like a coffin bed or something. Still haven't gotten it. No, yeah, it's uh, it's in the garage. It's uh, we don't even get me started on that. Son of a bitch, Monica. Son of a bitch. Hey, uh, had had ourselves a little adventure. Yeah, uh, tell us on, more. On Friday night. Did you know that here in Reno, we have something called the Reno Axe Bar? I knew about the bar. Uh, it's pretty dope, man. And it actually has a, uh escape room underneath it. So it's a bar. You go there. You can get food there and drinks and whatnot. Uh-huh. And inside it is an axe-throwing range. Right. It's like, a, it's like a firing range, but you throw axes. Mm-hmm. You would think that's a recipe for disaster. Alcohol and axe throwing. It could be. There's you got to sign twenty five different waivers before they even let you in. That's good. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah. Turns out I am actually pretty good at throwing axes. Yeah. I won the I won a tournament. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, an X-Rolling tournament. I'm the tournament champion. Wow. Of me and my friends. <laughs> okay. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that that's, is. That's a skill. Did that, you guys bet for anything? No, we should have. Yeah, you should have. So, fuck. Well, now I'm, now I'm like the ringer, so I should go down there again and be like, Ugh, anybody want to make a little wager? Brought my own axes. I don't actually have my own axes. Exactly. That's a lot of fun, though, and the escape room under there is even even more fun because it's like a... A pitch black maze you got to feel your way through uh-huh. just to get to the escape room. Wow. And if you're like me and you go in there with a bunch of your buddies and their wives, I was feeling up boobies left and right, Monica. <laughs> come in there with me if you want to get your boobies felt. Now, I don't know. who. I, they might have been my pet. My, I, I took Dale in there with me. Oh, Dale yeah. went too? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Slapped his boobies around. He's got some big ones, big nice ones. <laughs> What was your escape room themed? The, the theme was that it was haunted. The, the whole uh, basement of this place was haunted by the ghost of a little girl. Mm-hmm. And we had to find the secret of the, that the little girl was uh, trying to point us to. Oh, okay. And the, well, I don't want to give it away. Because oh, there's okay. like a whole storyline and there's okay. a video you got to watch. But it's pretty dope, man. And there's, there's a couple times I made quite the vagine out of myself. Huh. I didn't piss myself or anything, but... How, how long did the whole room take? Like, um, I'm going to say about 40 minutes. 45 that's minutes. how long you had to get out? or Well, that's about how long it took us. Oh, okay. Once you get to the the actual room, mm-hmm. that's pretty. That's like actually pretty easy as far as escape rooms go. Oh, okay. But it's the getting to there. At one point, they separate you, and a couple of your people get handcuffed somewhere uh-huh. else. And the other people have to go find the key to get you out. Oh. So that's that's pretty cool. Oh, I wouldn't like that part. Oh, you love handcuffs. No, you, I don't. You saucy lady. <laughs> All right, Monica. If you're going to be a party pooper, not going to let me put handcuffs on you. Let's go ahead and uh, get into the regular show then. For uh, those of us who are feeling sexually adventurous. <laughs> How about a little horror news? Monica <laughs> Horror News What do you got there, kiddo? Well, I'm sure you have all the stories oh, that sure. I just read. Oh no. Okay. But I did just find out so the release of Eli on Netflix. Uh-huh. Did you see this? I've 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 seen it on there. I haven't seen the movie. Oh, so all of these people now are tweeting that ever since they've watched the movie, they see demons. Well, now we got to watch ourselves the movie. I watched it. Do you see demons? I'm like, what the fuck are you people talking about? Who are these people? It's it's, goddamn it, man. Every time, the same thing, what was the other one? Caroline, was it? Came out about this time last year. Scariest thing uh, since The Exorcist. It was on Netflix. Oh. It, what was it? It was like Argentinian. Oh, the other one. Uh, it was like Caroline or... Oh, fuck, I can't think was, of her name. I know which one na- you're yeah, talking about. It was just a name. Yeah. And everybody... Was, oh. oh, that movie was scarier than Eli. Yeah? I have not watched Eli. Yeah. I'm just saying, okay. so people have been tweeting and some people are like, oh my God, I was sitting there and the door opened and I'm like... All right, then. Okay, because the demon is now with you. Yeah, the demon is part of a uh, streaming subscription service. 
that <laughs> offers original content. You fucking morons. I guess I could say that too, because when we first watched the exorcism of Emily Rose, yeah, and right at the part where she flips out in her bedroom, yeah, and it's like, what was it, three oh nine or? Yeah, the TV, everything went dead. Like, we had a blackout. Oh. And I was like, oh, that just didn't happen. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> the devil is here. <coughs> and you forgot to play the electrical bill. <laughs> shit. Either way, you're fucked. <laughs> all right, kiddo, what else you got? Uh, that's all I got. Okay, what else do I have here, I wonder? And I'm going to say, oh, I read that. I read that, too. <laughs> HBO has ordered a pilot for The Shelley Society, which is going to be a gothic horror uh, series. Okay, I haven't heard that. Okay. What's that? It, that's all they're saying is that it's going to be gothic horror and it's going to be called The Shelley Society. Presumably that has something to do with Mary Shelley, so maybe something with Frankenstein. Huh, okay. Gothic horror sounds interesting. Sounds like it's in the vein of A Penny Dreadful. Well, when you said that, I pictured that movie... Uh gothic yes that's exactly what popped into my head dude i have seen that movie so many times and i'm like i want to beat off to this but i can't because i don't know who's the women and who's the men here you know what i'm saying what do you mean julian sands is definitely the man are you sure because he's got he's very pasty he's got fair skin and he's got that long blonde hair that julian sands blonde hair so and he's kind of he's kind of you know, he's got, I'm not going to say he's gay or anything, but he's got very effeminate, he's got a very effeminate quality to him. I used to have a crush on I him. I might have also, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. Especially in Warlock. I never got into those movies, to be honest with you. There's like, what, three of them, four of them? I don't even know I after watched, three. I watched, the, yeah, it gets weird after that. I'm going to, no, I'm not. Maybe I will one of these days revisit those. Uh, looks like Terminator Dark Fate has been confirmed for a hard R rating. Oh, trailers look pretty dope, dude. Yeah, they do. And I'm, go- I'm, I think, and I'm gonna do like a Terminator run through. You are? I might. Oh God, that'll take like a whole weekend. It's like five movies, right? <laughs> yeah. One, two, three, and then Genesis. Oh, uh, six. Six movies. Yeah. Does that wait? Does that include Dark Fate? I don't know. Wait, Terminator, T2, T3 with the chick. Uh-huh. Uh, T4 with, uh, what was it, Nick Stahl? Was that his name? Yeah. Took over for Edward Furlong. And then... Then you uh, had five with uh, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. And then the last one, Genesis, which was a complete waste of time. And now that's seven movies, Yeah, too. seven. That's a... Oh, shit. I'm going to have to... Well, I got some vacation time coming, so... <laughs> uh, speaking of vacation time, Stephen King's iconic house in Maine is going to be turned into a Stephen King Museum and a writer's retreat. Oh. So I don't know where he's going to... He's not dead yet. I don't know where he's moving to. He's moving to a bigger house. He should move to Florida. <laughs> he should move to Florida. He should get out and experience... Why? They just had another hurricane there. I know, but he needs some sun, man. I'm worried about him. Have you seen him? He does not look... He's never looked well, really. <laughs> He's got like a deputy dog face. That's what happens when you live in those kind of states. I I always <laughs> fantasize about moving to like a like a small town in Maine. Yes, by a lighthouse. Yeah, that would be dope. So you could see the fog rolling. All, all the I time. need is high speed internet access 
and uh, like a gaming system, and really the rest I can figure out on my own. I just want a tanning bed. There's no fucking way my wife is going to go for this, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> you want to move where? It's with the rain? <laughs> no, no, Darian, no. <gasps> Anyway, but uh, what 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 does one have to do to go to a writer's retreat? Do you? I imagine it's what is that like? Uh, a, is that like a hotel or something? Yeah, and why would that motivate you? It wouldn't motivate me just to go in there and go through his stuff. I mean, yeah, I'm busy writing here. Write some stuff. I'm that gonna, that's I don't know. Post? I think it's a waste because either you get into it. Right. And you're just, you know, on a roll. Right. And then you go to a place like that, that's not going to make you write. It might. I don't know. Atmosphere. Some, well, writers are a weird group anyway. You know, oh, the energy is inspiring and overwhelming. And I'm going to write a story about a bear. Ooh. Here I go. I don't know. I don't know how any of that stuff works. Worth thinking about, though. Uh, it's that time of year, kiddo. Are you ready for another uh, bizarro and possibly poisonous uh burger king theme burger last year we had the monster burger okay. which had uh, a green bun uh-huh. the monster whopper year before that we had the blood whopper which had a black bun uh-huh. made your poop turn red oh i didn't try that one i did try the monster burger this year ghost burger white cheddar buns on the on these guys oh. uh, ghost whopper is what it's called wow what do you think of that well, you're not going to eat it anyway. But. I'm just thinking of all the poison they've already put into making this white cheddar bun for you people. I think, like, every dude, every time I eat at Burger King, I get the shits. Uh-huh. Like, for a good day, a good 24 hours. Yeah, I'm sure everybody does. Uh, the last time I ate there was about this time last year for the Monster Burger. Uh-huh. It gave me the shits. Okay. It was supposed to give me night. Remember, they said it was going to give you nightmares. Yeah, it did not give me nightmares. Well, why don't you definitely prove that theory for us? What? There's... Go out and try it. Here's the problem. And the the ghost whopper only available in ten locations. <gasps> of course, it is. You sons of bitches. <laughs> and it's like weird. It's like well, of course, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, and then it's like Sunnyvale, wherever that is. Oh, uh, yeah, other weird. Uh, random towns. I don't know, man. I'm not going to drive for a goddamn Burger That's King That's janky. It is. So f- either do it or don't. I don't I Whatever, don't know. Burger King. Whatever, Burger King. And you're beyond burger. And you're... <laughs> did you try that one yet? Nope. It's not got meat in it. I'm not going right? to try it. At Qdoba, they have Beyond Burritos and Beyond Tacos. Oh. That's pretty good. Wow. You should think about that. No. Why not? No. What's it's there's no meat in I, the in the shit. It's all poison. How do you get poison? It's all chemicals. That is manufactured stuff. That so is tofu. You eat tofu. I don't eat tofu. You did at one point, didn't you? No. Only if they like catered to our work once in a while. What is it gonna take to get you to eat uh something? <laughs> Any, what's it going to take to get you to eat something? God damn it, Monica. Nothing. I'm totally plant based oh, right now. Oh, so. God. You got diverticulitis, man. Uh, lastly, uh, does the name Greg Kneer ring any bells? Yes. What do you think of him? He's okay. He's pretty good. I like him. He has just been cast as Glenn Bateman in CBS All Access The Stand remake or redo, whatever you want. Oh, call okay. It. Uh, Glenn Bateman, I think, was the. Uh, the deaf, the uh, deaf and mute guy, the one played by Rob Lowe in the original. If oh, I, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So there's that. Huh. 
I'm into it. Yeah. He... Huh. Him and the other guy, I always get confused. Which other guy? Rob uh, Lowe? No, 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 no. Uh, is it Bruce Greenwood? The guy that was in that movie where he handcuffed his wife to the bed and then died. They were having sex. Oh, yeah, yeah. That uh, guy. Game. Yes. Yes. That guy and this guy. And Greg Kinnear? They got this uh, blonde hair, blue-eyed thing down. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I... I've, to be honest with you, Happy I, Gilmore, that guy. No, you're. Th- I don't know. Was that the same guy, Bruce Green? Bruce Greenwood. Oh wait, yeah. I wait, would, hold on. I would on. not recognize that name, but okay. now I'm going to Google him. Yes, there are those two guys that look alike. Uh, okay, so who was Happy Gilmore guy? I think you're you're thinking of uh, Shooter uh, McGavin. Was the guy's the character's name, right? Oh, Christopher McDonald. That's who. Yes. Okay, this guy. But that is that the same guy from Gerald's Game? They look alike. No, Bru- yeah. Oh my god, that's Bruce Greenwood. Look at his uh, DUI mug shot. Looking good there, Chris <laughs> McDonald. Okay, so this is Bruce Greenwood. Yeah, these two. Those two. Those well, two. When that guy's not hammered driving yeah. a Volkswagen through downtown Los Angeles. Those two are like the same guy. Woo! Great Kinnear. Nothing to do with anything. No. All right. How about a little listener mail? <laughs> You celebrity uh, (laughs) non-identifier. Listener mail. Uh, We never mentioned that Buddy is not here. Clearly, he's. I'm, I hope you've figured that out by now, inmates. But yeah. we have no buddy this week. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, we're not just shouting over him like we usually do. He's actually not present. He's not feeling well. Uh, I'm sure he'll be fine and with us again next week. But in the meantime, lovely ladies and gentlemen, let's go to Sydney, Australia, with our main man Tim. Subject line: Ketchups. 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 Not. The condiment, like catching up. No, I was catching two, up with his show, too, two were, listening uh, to what his wolf picks were. And oh, very cool. He really didn't care for a company of wolves. Well, he's... <laughs> he is younger he, than me, was, so... That's what I was going to... He's of a different uh, generation. <laughs> yes. The same way Benny didn't care for the Lost Boys. But he does like Howl, and that was one of my favorite ones, too. Is that the one with Momoa? No, that's the one with... They're on the train. The train? I have not seen that one yet. Oh, you got to watch I'm that gonna one. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it at some point. Uh, catch-ups. Hey, guys. How's things? Sorry for lack of email. Things have been hectic. Terra Dome. I'm taking the Maniac Cop. Uh, and teams, I'm going the inbred cannibals because they have guns and bows and the blind dead are blind. Well, I mean, that is true, but, you know, they make a lot of noise to the cannibals. Uh, Miss Monica, are you the gift by any chance? No, I already did the gift. That's what I thought. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you better, if you do them twice, back to back, it's okay if you do them twice, but don't do them back to back. I wouldn't do the same movie twice. Okay. I don't care. Well, whatever. <laughs> the Gate's not uh, too bad. Fun kids, horror film. I dig it. Anyway, catch you all down the road. I'm loving Season of the Saw. Love you, Tim. Love you, Tim. 
Tim is part of the season of the saw here on the padded room network. Uh, mm-hmm. Those guys are doing the Hewitt family movies. Yes. Which I'm going to say, while not as deep as the Sawyer side of the house, are much better, better? movies. That's what I was I'm thinking sorry. in my head. I know everybody's jumping up and down, ranting about remakes, but those are pretty good fucking movies, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's go to Lance over at the Horror Returns podcast. Hi, Lance. Uh, Houston, Texas. Subject line, not all flesh eaters are the same. Greeting, guys, and happy Halloween season to you all. Interesting that we are dealing with cannibals in both fights. Ah, but oh, what a difference IQ and cunning do make. Hannibal Lecter will certainly be dining on pork this evening because there is no way Maniac Cop is going to outsmart one of the greatest minds of all time. Well... Well, you would be surprised sometimes. I mean, <laughs> what is he going to do to Matthew Cordell, Lance, is what I want to know. Uh, however, that is only can that is the only cannibalism that will be going down this week. The blind dead could defeat, uh, could be deaf and dumb as well, and still take out the inbreds. I agree with you there, Lance. Mm-hmm. Blind dead just might win a fight tonight, Monica. Great for the first time ever, I think. Fantastic seasons eatings, Lance from Texas. Thanks, Lance. Thanks for writing in, Lance. What a guy. Uh, let's get back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes Sean. Hi, Sean. So, whoa. Uh, another quick one for me this week. For singles, I think Maniac Comp- Cop wins this one. It's tough for a regular person to beat anything with supernatural abilities, but I do think Hannibal Lecter would put up a good fight. Teams, I don't really lean heavily one way or the other, but I'll go with the blind dead. That's it for me, Sean. Bye, Sean. Bye, Sean. Uh, two more for the blind dead. Thank you very much for that, sir. And then two more for the maniac cop. Right on, right on. Thanks for writing in, Sean. Uh, we got a couple voicemails here. Bazinga. Let's start it off with the tomahawk of people that call into the podcast. All the way from Mucky, Alabama, here comes Alan. Mr. Cha-Cha himself. What's up? What's up, Everybody's doing good. Uh, Darian sounded a lot better. Thank you very much. Anyway, I don't know who Monica is. I'm going to kick myself. Tear it on. Give me the uh, Maniac Cop. That a boy. And I guess the Blonde Dead, even though they're slow and they don't do much. (laughs) Anyway, that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye. I feel like he really wanted the inbred cannibals. Oh, I felt like he was under the weather, too. I've, either that or he just woke up. Oh. That's how I sound <laughs> when I wake, wake up. Minus the, uh, you know, southern accent, but I don't fucking care if I have to go to work or not. Just shut up and leave me alone. <laughs> right on, Alan. Thanks for calling in, big guy. Uh, let's get down to Southern California with Monica's pod boyfriend, Mr. Tom Hardy. Woo, Tom Hardy. Hey-o! Hey-o, padded room. How's my favorite degenerate this week? So far, so good, sir. Hope everyone's there. I hope everyone is doing well. Well, we're okay. Hey, I wanted to call in and get in on that, uh, terror dome there. What Hannibal think, Lecter and the Maniac Cop. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, I see this going real easy, actually. I see, uh... You know, Lester fall or the maniac cop getting tricked by one of Lester's uh, traps or okay. something like this, and then uh, while Lester is, 
you know, going on some monologue about how the poison is infecting his brain and blah, blah, blah. Listening to the Maniac Cop music. just, uh, you know, pushes right through it and uh, takes him out. So I'm going to go with the Maniac Cop. All righty. Now, as far as the Blind Dead and the, uh, the cannibals Inbred go, cannibals. The inbred hillbilly cannibals uh-huh. or whatever they are, um, I have never seen a Blind Dead flip, but you guys seem very excited about them finally winning one. I just so want them to win one. I guess let's let uh, one of the uh, one of the guys that fight win a fight. So fuck it, let's go for the Blind Dead. That a boy. Now um, on to some other things there um, on the what are you looking at department? Ooh. You know, uh, I always try to do the thirty-one flips in thirty-one days, and I'm trying to days the twenty-first, twenty-second, and I think I've seen. Six movies so far, so I'm, as usual, way far behind, not going to make it. I'm going to try. uh, I actually saw this other challenge about your top 31 horror flicks. Uh, No particular order, you know, you just, you know, what are your top 31 flicks? Okay. I started writing them down. I thought, oh, that's going to be easy. But I tell you what, man, you start to get down, you get those last few spots, and you remember, oh, shit, i got to include that flick. Yeah, and you got to shuffle them all, start all over. get in on uh, but one of the things I did catch, uh, I know you guys have talked about it before, was um, Don't Kill It. Yes. That's a pretty good Golf flick, man. It's actually pretty funny, too. Um, that scene where the, they got all the townsfolk, I think, in the church or the town hall or what have you, and this, that, like, beast thing just tearing through them. Yep. Uh, it's a good flick. <laughs> I did also catch um, this flick, uh, Friday the 13th, Vengeance. It's a fan flick, but it's... It's definitely a higher quality fan flick, uh, okay. a lot more production value and what have you, uh, and a shitload of nudity. I was surprised by. You don't normally see that in fan flicks, you know. But uh, I'd say it has as much, if not more, nudity than Friday the Thirteenth Point Five, uh, Part Five, which was just Friday the Thirteenth Porn Five. I think I almost said that was five. one of my favorites. Yeah. Whatever, but it's still pretty good okay i'd actually like to get your guys opinion on it i don't want to ruin anything about it so maybe in a couple weeks i'll call back it. and uh mention some of the things give everyone a chance to gp baby gp yeah i scrolled by that but when i saw it was a fan a fan film well, there's i some, just kind of there's some decent fan films out I'll there check it out now uh what uh don't hike alone was a good mm-hmm. fan film. Uh, Predator Dark Ages. Did you see that one? Where the Predators fighting uh, Templar Knights. Mm-hmm. That one was pretty good, too. Especially for being a fan Oh, wait, film. yeah, yeah, I did see that it's one. It's like five or six minutes long. Um, yeah. There is some shit fan films out there, too. Oh, I did though. see the Gremlin, Gremlins one, too. There's a Gremlins one? Mm-hmm. How's that? I liked it. Well, you're a Gremlin. Yeah. You are I, a Gremlin. I like them. I don't, so <laughs> I don't see me liking that either. Uh, if we were going to... We should do a fan film. Who should, Who would we... We did do a fan... We were in a fan film. We did uh, that uh, Nightmare on Elm Street thing, remember? Oh, you weren't part of that. It was the Red Queen. You were supposed to be part of that. Remember that? Yeah. And so, I don't know, some kind of a scheduling issue. All right, anyway. I don't even remember. Uh, okay, well, there there is a, fra- a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street fan film out there somewhere that stars me and the Red Queen, and Monica was supposed to be in it, but she didn't bother to show up, so. Huh. <laughs> uh, Tom Hardy called back. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You motherfucking pee. Woo! 
I knew I was droning on long there. Uh, anyhow, um, yeah, but uh, I want, like I said, I was going to call back in a couple of weeks, give everyone a chance to see it. So okay. I don't want to ruin anything. Get your your take on it, your thoughts, opinions, what have you. Sure. The other thing I caught uh, Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Not a bad flick. I know everyone's seen it, but. I was wondering if you'd help me out here with a little timeline chronology here. Uh, the way I see it, the yeah. original fr- uh, Halloween goes Halloween 1, Halloween 2, right. Halloween 4, 5, and 6. Right. And then the, the, like the H2O where Jamie Lee Curtis comes back goes Halloween 1, Halloween 2, H2O, and then resurrection i think it is or halloween whatever that yeah. fucking dumbass one was that was the worst and then you have like the rob zombie halloween which is its own thing right and then you have the rob zombie first 20 you know halloween 2 the first 20 minutes you know it takes place in the hospital, the hospital and the rest is just some fucked up dog shit i don't know what the hell is going on there oh it wasn't and that then bad. now you have the new one the newest thing to that like last year halloween right we have halloween one and then the newest Halloween. Right. Do I got that right? I think I can just fucking solve some major math equations if I can figure this uh, shit out. Well. All right, guys. That's about all. I, oh, yeah. One other thing I wanted to make sure I let everyone know. Huh. Uh, you guys were giving out some bad information last week. What are you talking about? Um, I am living proof. If you make a log cabin out of French fries, you do not get oral sex. You should. Take it from me. I got kicked out of the fucking playland at McDonald's. Oh, no. With from the fucking Grimace. Oh, no. Anyway, love you like family. Bye now. <laughs> Tom Hardy, you were with the wrong girl. Clearly, you were not appreciated. <laughs> Neither was the effort that you put into that log cabin, sir. <laughs> as far as the Halloween franchise goes, man, it's really... I don't know. I'm... Uh, I love it. I love Michael Myers, but you you kind of get to pick and choose which timeline you want to roll with. Because in theory, <clears throat> four, five, and six were not part of. They're not even part of the 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 Michael Myers myth. I mean, they are, but they're not because the rights reverted away from, or they were bought by New Line Cinema, so they went with, with down the cousin road mm-hmm. with uh, Danielle Harris mm-hmm. and Jamie, but then. Um, when we picked up with H2O, we were basically supposed to pretend that none of that shit happened at all because it's a continuation of the Laurie Strode storyline. part two. Yes. So it picks up there. Right. So the newest one is supposed to pick up after the H2O? No. The, are you talking about the one that just came out last year? Yeah. I believe that is supposed to be a direct sequel to Halloween 1. So we're not. we're supposed to pretend that nothing... Happened. So two never happened. Two never happened, if I'm not mistaken. Go fuck yourself. That's what people. I say. Whatever. Dude, whatever, man. You cannot cut out part two because, I mean, it happened. Why, why can't we find a way to incorporate Season of the Witch into this? <laughs> I love it. I know <laughs> nobody else does, but I love that goddamn movie. I think that's the real Halloween, you sons of bitches. <laughs> All right, anyway, that's all we got on the uh, That one mail. should be called Halloween 3. We do not have anything to do with Michael Myers. It probably should, yeah. <laughs> it should have some kind of a disclaimer. Yes. If you're looking for Michael Myers, go watch Halloween 4. <laughs> yeah, don't rent this movie. Ever. It's a good show, you maniacs. 
Miss Monica, do you have anything for Tom Hardy, Alan, Lance, Tim, or Sean? Thanks, you guys. Absolutely. Thank you guys yeah, very absolutely. much. absolutely. Thank you for writing in and being a part of this fucking nonsense. Uh, no fights in the Terra Dome this week because we are about to close out the uh, semifinals, but we'll announce the upcoming fights, and then we'll pick it up next week back in the Asylum Conference in the Terra Dome. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, Monica, why don't we... Get into a movie? Woo! Not just any movie. One that is, um... (laughs) All right, we'll get into that. Some tales are told, then soon forgotten. But a legend is forever. Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Now, from the producers of A Nightmare on Elm Street, the real terror begins November 3rd. That's right, inmates. We are talking Mm -hmm. about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 3. This one is loosely titled Leatherface. Now, it's a funny thing about this movie. A couple funny things about this movie. Yeah, a lot. Quite a bit, actually. I'll be honest with you. I don't think this was meant to be a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. I think it was meant to be some kind of a road trip movie that slowly evolved and somehow somebody got the rights to Leatherface and then they just put him in Yeah, there. because we need to discuss the characters there, in this these, movie. We got, we got mm-hmm. a wacky fucking family here in, in lieu of our beloved Sawyer clan. I don't know who these people are or what they have to do with anything. Uh, apparently they're reproducing though, because there are children involved in this one. And just to ask you, on the cast, it said um, William Butler. Yeah. And they got a picture of Ger- Gerald Butler. Gerard Butler. Yeah. Oh, that's a good sign. Is that there is no him? There, no? Okay, because I was no like, Gerard where, Butler is not in this he movie. He played in this movie. Where is he? Who, no, Gerard Butler is not in this movie. <laughs> Vigo Mortensen, however, is. So yeah, I'll show you the picture. Yeah, I, I want to see. This yeah. mysterious butler individual. <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. This one is directed by Jeff Bird, stars Kate Hodge. Hi, Steven. Vigo Mortensen, and the Ken Foray. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it just me, or was Ken Foray like three shades blacker in this movie than he normally is? And I'm sorry if that's coming across <laughs> racist, but it, seriously, he looks much darker in this movie than you would see him in like a... Um, uh, a Dawn of the Dead. A Dawn of the Dead or um, uh, From Beyond. Uh, he's seen much lighter skin in those movies. He's like, I well, don't know. It could be the, the shade of the camera, It could be. Too. And most of this movie yeah. takes place at night, but there are some daytime scenes. Uh-huh. And he looks, you know. But they dark. did film this, like, outside in, in the sun. True. So he could have gotten a little bit of a Stopping tan. in for a sec. What's up, Stevie? Stevie's just stopping in to say hi. Uh, no, not just hanging, Stevie. We're talking about Leatherface Chainsaw Massacre 3. So this one actually starts off with mm-hmm. 
a very jump cutty impromptu death sequence of a young lady getting hit in the head with a hammer uh, several times. Uh, very cool though. She has like a little rose uh, thing on her face. I don't know if that was a tattoo or something. It was supposed to be. I don't know. <laughs> it's an identifying mark, is what it is that we're gonna is gonna come into play here in a minute or two. So from there, we're gonna cut to a road trip taking place between mm-hmm. with two siblings involved. We have Michelle and her brother Justin. I think was his name. Justin. We might as well just call him Zach. Because he looked just like uh, Zach from Saved by the Bell. And I, I think he was doing... Oh, that. how dare oh, you? Yes, oh, my too. God. Oh, yes, he did. He did not you, look like... Oh, oh, yes, he did. Whatever. He exa- you slap a pair of bifocals on Zach, you have this guy, Justin. This guy was a nerd. That's he, the whole oh, Zach. Zach Morrison was hot. No. You, if you put glasses on him. <laughs> He'd still be hot. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so the whole premise behind this road trip is that they are taking, they're delivering their father's car from Los Angeles to Florida. And of course, they have to drive through our titular uh, Texas. And that's exactly where our story picks up. So they're driving. Mm -hmm. Uh, they, uh, it's nighttime and they come to some kind of a crime scene in the road where police are stopping people and they've got a bunch of road flares. And we have a hazmat team out there. Poking around because they've just discovered a body pit, which is very cool. Lots of uh, dead bodies and some kind of a mass grave and sludge everywhere and all kinds of nasty stuff. Mushy. The influence on Netflix is just weird. I don't know what you're talking about, Connor, but I appreciate that. Hmm. Uh, Harry's in the house. What's up, Harry? Have not heard of that. What? The influence. The influence. Should we check that out, Connor? I haven't heard of it either, but if it sounds good, we'll give it a... But maybe that can be our immersion therapy. Oh, okay. We're going to look that up. And we'll if make, it's a horror movie. If it's a horror movie, then we'll make it our uh, immersion therapy segment for the week. Anyway, uh, so they stop these two and they're like, where are you guys going? What you doing? Where are you driving to? All right, get on out of here. And they're like, hey, what's going on over there? They're like, never you mind. You just keep it moving and you don't stop for nobody. Okay, that's fine. I get that. Small town cops. So they keep driving. Sun comes up. They have to stop for gas. And this is where we're going to get our first peek into what I'm going to call the pseudo-Sawyer family. Because we can't really call these guys Sawyers because they're never mentioned as part of the Sawyer clan. The only mention of the Sawyer family in this entire movie is during the opening disclaimer. Hi, Troy. Now, hey, Troy, hang out with me on this because this doesn't make a lot of sense. So... At the very beginning of the movie, we get the standard Texas Chainsaw Massacre disclaimer about the true events and this and that and, you know, kids got away. And what they're going to explain to us during this uh, little disclaimer is that after the events of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, one of the Sawyer clan was apprehended. And they only identify this dude as W.G. Sawyer. Who the fuck is W.G. Sawyer? No idea. Now, a couple of conclusions that we could jump to. And we're reaching here if we really want to get Mm -hmm. to the bottom of W.G. Sawyer. Now, he's clearly not Drayton Sawyer, right? Because Drayton blew himself up with a hand grenade at the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. He can't be Nubbins because Nubbins died in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1. He can't be uh, Leatherface, right? Because another part of the disclaimer is that... um... (laughs) Okay, this is very silly. The conclusion that the court came to after the events of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 was that Leatherface was a alternate personality of this W.G. Sawyer. Thus, Leatherface never existed, and once they apprehended W.G. Sawyer, 
the the killings were stopped and that they pretty much closed the case on the whole Sawyers altogether. So who the fuck is W.G. Sawyer, you ask? The only conclusion that I can come to, and this is completely illogical and I'm really reaching here, is that somehow Chop Top survived getting stabbed in the in the chest with a chainsaw and falling off that weirdo volcano volcano apparatus uh, at the end of part two and his real name is William Jeffrey Sawyer or <laughs> W.G. Sawyer. What I don't I don't I don't know, but that's and he's the one that was apprehended and they decided to just pin the Leatherface killings on him also. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, that's a stretch, right? But that's really the best I can do for you. So I don't know. Okay. All right. So now we're gonna get we're gonna meet one the the first of our pseudo Sawyers here at the gas station, a guy by the name of Alfredo. Alfredo, what about the Sawyers sounds Italian? That we would get a guy named Alfredo all of a sudden. Let's look at our, our lineage of Sawyers. We have Drayton. We have Jedediah. Verna. Um, Bubba. Bubba. <laughs> Nubbins. Um, at no po- there's no other Lucianos in there or um, Augustos. or th- There's no... The Sawyers are not Italian. So how we arrived at Alfredo, I have no idea. But now all of a sudden we have an Alfredo in the mix. Maybe they kidnapped him as a child. Then they would and, probably change his name and to... Uh, maybe he changed it himself. He was like, this is who I'm going to be. Oh, kind of like like, uh, like uh, Bobby Boucher's dad? Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to call myself Alfredo. Call, call me Roboito, because that sounds more exotic. <laughs> Bobby Boucher, it's your daddy, Roboito. <laughs> <laughs> all right, whatever. I mean, it's weird having a mm-hmm. Sawyer named Alfredo all of a sudden. But hey, who am I to judge? So, and again, we're reaching here to call this guy a Sawyer because there is no other mention of the Sawyers at any point in this Well, movie. he had one bad eye. What does that mean? He could have got, uh, I don't know. <laughs> does that me. make him a Sawyer? That he's got a bad eye? That, that means he's, he's, he's clearly a backwoods cannibal. He's yes. partially blind yes, in one eye. Yes, he's inbred somewhere. motherfucker, look at him. Alfredo, <laughs> that's not even your real name. You son of a bitch. So uh, we meet Alfredo. He's skittish. And as they roll mm-hmm. up to the uh, uh, gas station, he's sitting outside on the porch with literally a fistful of pornography. <laughs> and by fistful, I mean a fistful of uh, pages that he's ripped out of penthouse. And he's making like paper dolls out of the boobs or something. I don't know what he's doing, but he's got, he's like, and he's talking to himself and he's like, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what what the plan is with a fistful of porno. And then when they roll up, he like quickly crinkles it all up and throws it. So okay, clearly mm-hmm. you're ashamed of of yourself for having a fistful of pornography. <laughs> See, if this guy were around today, uh-huh. uh, with internet browsers and high speed internet access, he he would be probably be a much more well adjusted young man because he could just beat off whenever he felt like it, yeah, and not have to walk around with a fistful of porno boobies. <laughs> In his uh, coverall pocket. Whatever you got to do, man. I don't know. All right. Anyway, so they roll up. Alfredo's all pervy. As they're rolling up, another car pulls up and uh, lets a hitchhiker guy out to go use the the gas station there. Peep at you when you potty. You're exactly right, Troy. Harry, what do you think the plan is? What do you think whose plan is, Harry? I don't know what you... What's your plan? 
You're kind of freaking me out a little bit. Hey, the uh, parole, parole officer is in the house. Here. He's going to breathalyze you. <laughs> You're in big trouble. Uh, anyway, so here comes another a, a random hitchhiker that just gets dropped off at the at the uh, gas station. Mm. We're going to recognize this dude right off the bat. It's Vigo Mortensen. He's probably what twenty five years old in this movie, give or take. Thirty. But so, no, he's younger than that. He's look he's looking good, man. <laughs> When he gets out of this car, he looks like he walked right off the cover of a romance novel. He's got the cowboy hat. He's got the denim shirt unbuttoned to the navel, you know, showing a little chest hair. He's got the ascot, which says rugged, right? Little yeah. bit, of, little bit yeah. of a fire. Why am I selling this guy? I, You're the they, one. I me. I don't like him. Why so don't you I, like Viggo? Mortensen? I mean, he's a good actor. I like his movies. I don't find him attractive. You would have sex with Viggo Mortensen? No. If you if he bought you a drink? No. If he if, he, if a Viggo Mortensen? Okay. Oh, uh, no, I got it. Uh, Eastern Promises, Viggo Mortensen. Uh-uh. Russian thug Vigo Mortensen. No, nothing oh, would you're do lying. it for me. He's li- she's lying. Mm-mm. She's lying right now, I can tell you. <laughs> anyway, he rolls up. He's like, hey, my name's Tex. He's laying on the Texas accent pretty heavy there. Um, so 21-inch guns, I am swole. All right, parole <laughs> officer. He uh, just got game back from the gym. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. Does he measure his, his arms every time he comes I back to the gym? I guess so. Well, look out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the update, uh, parole officer. Anyway, uh, that's weird. <laughs> that's a weird thing. I don't uh, All right. Whatever. Whatever, man. <laughs> so he rolls up and he's like, hey, you know, where are you guys going? You're going across the state? And he's talking to uh, Michelle. And Michelle's like, you could tell Michelle's horny for uh, Mm -hmm. text right off the bat. She's like, "Eh, yeah, you know, we're going across country and my brother's in the bathroom. Brother goes into the bathroom. It's disgusting, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, Tex hits them up for a ride uh, out of there. So that's cool. But Michelle's all ready to give him a ride. She's like, oh, yeah, you know, where are you going? (laughs) I don't know. I'll have to talk to my brother. (laughs) She's horny for him. She wants that dick. It's fine. I get it. He's Vigo Mortensen, for Christ's sakes. Uh, brother gets out of the bathroom, and uh, he starts talking to Tex while Michelle goes into the bathroom. Michelle's in there, and immediately she's inundated with weird uh, collage porno uh, wall art, as you would find in a backwoods gas station. And, of course, the – well, I mean, it's a peephole. But I feel like it could be easily converted to a glory a hole. glory hole? Should the young lady prove willing? I don't know. I don't know which way Alfredo's going with this. So <laughs> What's natu- a glory hole? You don't know what a glory hole is? I'm just is? kidding. Uh, we, I can show you. <laughs> I'm just I've got kidding. Some, some drywall right over there. <laughs> I know. i got a drill bit. We can, we can knock this out. The Europeans <laughs> have quite an amazing Woo! glory hole building. I'm telling Woo! you. Anyway. <clears throat> so... Uh, naturally, Alfredo creeps around and starts peeping on Michelle while she's going to the bathroom, and he's getting all hot and bothered. Outside, Tex is talking to Justin, and mm-hmm. he's like, hey, you know, there's a there's a side road over here. It's a shortcut. You give me a ride. I'll, I'll show you exactly where it is. Justin's like, no, man, I got a map right here. It says just to stay on this road, and we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, look at that map there. It was made in 1973. <laughs> you see, there's your problem. This is a new road over here. It'll save you about four or five hours. Look, just give me a ride, and I'll show you exactly where. And they're like, eh, I don't think I'm going to be picking up hitchhikers, dude. 
So uh, Michelle, who's inside, text goes in to use, like, use the phone or something and catches Alfredo peeping on Michelle. So he gives uh, Alfredo a quick one-two punch, and then they go outside and have themselves a little tussle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin and Michelle are like watching this whole thing going, whoa, what the hell? Alfredo goes inside and pulls out a shotgun, and he starts like threatening Justin and Michelle. Justin and Michelle get in the car and haul ass out of there, leaving Tex behind like a couple of fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. And as they're pulling off, they think they see Tex get shot by Alfredo with the shotgun. So now they're all fired. Whoa, what the fuck? What are we going to do? Oh, no. And they're panicking and flying down this stretch of dirt road. So that's that's pretty gnarly. Now the sun sets. And apparently, uh, I mean, we don't know exactly what happened at the gas station, but the sun has now set. So at least a good 20, 25 minutes has gone. At least 20, 25 minutes has gone by. Mm-hmm. Uh, back at the gas station, Alfredo rolls up the garage door and a monster truck comes out covered in animal skins. Mm-hmm. And we know that Alfredo's not driving it, but somebody else is. And it goes tearing down the road after the kids. Uh, a couple 10, 12 miles down the road, Justin and Michelle got themselves a flat tire. <laughs> well, fucking fuck, God. man. Does he even know how to fix a flat tire? I don't think he knows how to change a tire. <laughs> He's uh, too busy hanging with A.C. Slater and uh, the chick <laughs> from Showgirls. That's what he's doing, man. He doesn't know anything about tires. Uh, so he gets they get out, and they're going to change a tire. And they're still pretty rattled, and they're pretty sure they saw a Tex get shot with a shotgun. So they're mm-hmm. like, we got to get to the next town. we got to call for help. we got to do, do some get this tire changed. Uh, he's out there trying to change a tire in the dark, uh, not doing a very good job. Up rolls this monster truck with the animal skins and hits him with the high beams. Whoa, fuck, we got to get out of here right now. So they jump in the car. We have like a medium speed chase where the 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 truck is like following them down the road. Eventually, the truck passes them, and when it does, it throws a dead coyote on their windshield, and it causes them to like spun, spin out a little bit. So they get out. They're like, "Oh God, it's a dead coyote!" Uh, get back on the road. This this is where things get pretty weird because now we're going to cut to another poor guy who's just minding his own business out in Texas, Ken Foray, playing a guy mm-hmm. named Benny. Who's just driving. He's just out in his Jeep just for driving somewhere. I don't know where he's going. Uh, they get the tire changed, but they're they're pretty rattled after the coyote incident. So they don't quite like put all the lug nuts on like as tight as they could, which is bad business. So they're going down the road, and here comes Benny coming towards them, and they're coming towards each other. And just as mm-hmm. they would be passing each other, uh, Tex, Vigo Mortensen, like jumps out in the road and does like a... and he's got like some blood on him but he and then they both go creating in opposite sides off the road to avoid hitting Tex and they both get in a car accident Uh well shit that's a fucking shitty thing to do and what the hell is Tex's problem and why wouldn't you just run over the guy anyway don't run over Tex he might have got shot with a shotgun (laughs) you know He's having a bad time I, as it is. If I'm on a road like that, I've seen the hills have eyes. I've seen it too. We're going to run over that person. I'm not going on a road like that because I've seen the hills have eyes. That's horror 101, people. They say, say hey, there's a shortcut over there. Oh, I'll just stick to the freeway. Oh, this road would save you a day and a half. Ah, freeway for me, buddy. I've seen how this works. Yakety yak, don't talk back. 
She's tired of writing her brother. I get that, Ryan. I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> of writing her brother. Yes. Wow, very I interesting. Get I mean, if that's that's where we're going to take this, then that's where we're going. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan uh, you said it, not me. Anyway, so now we got this double car accident. Uh, Benny's the first one up. He goes down and uh, checks on the kids. Benny's up. Michelle's unconscious. So uh, we find out that, or Ben, not Benny, Justin is up and Michelle's unconscious. So Benny's like, hey, man, I used to be a medic. I got some supplies back at the Jeep. Let me just go get them and then we'll do that. And Justin's like, oh, this guy, Tex, he's out there in the road. We almost hit him. That's the guy that came out in the road. He's like, all right, let me get you patched up and then we're going to go find your friend. I just got to get back to my Jeep. So uh, Benny goes back to his Jeep, which is completely overturned. And when he gets there, he finds the monster truck with the animal skins on it. Now, mind you, Benny has no knowledge of the goings-ons at the gas station or Alfredo or the Sawyers or any of that at this point. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he, the, the monster truck is there and the guy's got flares all over. He's like, he's there to help. So Benny goes up to the driver and this is where we meet um, pseudo Sawyer number two, a guy by the name of Tinker. Uh, Tinker's got an arm off. And he's got like one of those pincher claw things, which is kind of cool. And he's like, hey, man, I'm going to help you roll your Jeep over. And Benny's like, yeah, okay, great. And then uh, he starts like go, like getting ready to do it. But then he kind of gets real snippy with Benny all of a sudden. So Benny's like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go get something out of my Jeep real quick. And then we'll figure this out. So he runs back to the Jeep. And the Jeep, he's got an AR-15. But it's like broken down. And the magazine's out. And he keeps all of his bullets in a coffee can. Um what does that That's, mean? That, I cut my parts out years ago. You got you got your parts cut out, Troy? I don't know. Uh, the travel <laughs> stay in the why is travel stay in the main road? Exactly right, Troy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what parts you got cut out, but I hope you're healing. <laughs> I hope you're healing nicely. I don't know if that was a surgical thing or you just decided you didn't need those anymore. I don't know, man. Uh, anyway, so uh, Benny gets his AR-15 put together, loaded and locked. About that time, Tinker decides he's done waiting on Benny, so he just throws on the high beams, punches the gas, and basically runs Benny off the road again. Mm-hmm. And Benny goes tumbling down the hill and kind of knocks himself unconscious. All right, that sucks. Now we're going to cut back to... Oh, uh, in the movie. He meant in the movie. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know, Troy. I don't know what you're talking about anyway. <laughs> now we're going to cut back to Justin and Michelle. Michelle's come too, so that's mm-hmm. good. Uh, about this time, though, our old pal Leatherface shows up. Now, let's talk about the Leatherface <laughs> that we see in this movie. Doesn't look anything like uh, Jeb Sawyer, no. Bubba, at all. He's got now he's got no. like long hair, and he's like what three fifty. Um, I mean, Bubba was a heavy dude, but I don't think this this, this is, guy was bigger. This is like a taller Leatherface. Yeah, and he's he's got mm-hmm. some weird ideas about uh, clowns and what they're for. Therefore, that's a whole other thing. We're gonna get into that in a second, though. But he it, he just didn't feel like Leatherface to me. No. He felt like a, a killer with a mask on. This was Stoner Leatherface. I guess you know he's <laughs> very um. I don't know. This whole movie feels very out of place. What are y'all's Halloween plans? Uh, we're all going to a party, uh, Jim, at uh, our friend's house. You're welcome to join us if you're in town. Yes, I don't know. mankind in WWE, exactly. That, yes, mm-hmm. I agree completely, except taller and uh, 
I don't know, less facial hair maybe? I don't know. Anyway, uh, so Leatherface, this version of Leatherface starts chasing uh, Justin and Michelle around. Okay, that sucks. Now we're going to cut back to uh, what I'm going to call a body swamp type of operation. It's a random swamp in the Mm -hmm. middle of what's supposed to be the Texas desert. Now, let's just pretend that makes sense for a second and forget the whole part about the desert and the fucking Texas in swamps being kind of, you know, more southern based, coastal, whatever. Who cares? There's a swamp in the middle of Texas and Alfredo is there, the guy from the gas station, and he's there dumping body parts into the body swamp. Scarlet's in the house. What's up, Scarlet? Hi, Scarlet. Uh, so that's kind of wacky. That uh, so now we, but now we know for sure that Alfredo is part of the pseudo Sawyers that we're getting in this movie. Uh, we can also include the Tinker guy in this and uh, a couple others. So while Leatherface is out chasing Michelle and Justin around, uh, Benny comes to and he's like, "God damn, what the hell?" He stumbles upon Alfredo dumping body parts in the swamp, and he's mm-hmm. like, "What the hell?" And, of course, Alfredo, being the dipshit that he is, is, like, singing country songs and talking to himself and talking about roadkill and motherfucker. Um, I, don't, I don't know, man. These guys, they don't feel like Sawyers to me. They feel like a tribe of asshats that are just... Maybe these are cousins too, that live, no, like, 50 miles away. They are too good-looking to be Sawyers, my friend. <laughs> I want to see a discuss. I want to see some disgusting teeth. All these people had pearly whites. Um, Did the mom? Well, other than the tracheotomy, yeah, she was fine. Oh. And, uh, she was in a wheelchair. Hmm. I thought for a second she was supposed to be Verna Sawyer. That's what I was thinking. But again, no mention of the Sawyers. So that that timeline would kind of make sense, given hmm. the age and things like that. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I can't stay super long, but I'm going to share you out to my groups. Well, thank you very much, Carl. Thank you. Uh, anyway, so they're running. Eventually, Leatherface manages to do like a loop-de-loop and catch Justin. He mm-hmm. smacks him in the head with a shovel knocks him out. Uh, Michelle keeps running, and she comes across a house in the middle of the Texas desert. Now, <laughs> I've seen enough horror movies to know that this is probably not the house that I want to go to. Why not? Because these motherfuckers have to live somewhere, right? They can't. They don't have like an underground lair, I don't think. So there's a good chance that this is the house that these ass farts came from. Okay. Of course it is. Uh, she goes in there, knocks on the door. A little girl lets her in. Cute little girl. Kind of looks like Carol Ann from The Shining, mm-hmm. except wearing like a 1940s style dress. Lets her in. Oh my God, are you okay? They go upstairs. Uh, and Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Now, let's assume that these guys are Sawyers. They can't be because this house is too fucking clean, right? It was actually a fairly clean house. Yeah. We've seen how Sawyers live. There's a lot of, like, weird artsy-fartsy bone constructs and mobiles and wind chimes. And for some reason, there's always feathers all over the place. This house, pretty clean by Sawyers. I mean, it's immaculate by Sawyers standards. This is th- these are not. I don't. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say these are not Sawyer's. Do you? Is this the same house that was in the one with Matthew and Renee? I don't know. We haven't gotten that far yet. Okay. I don't think so though. That I re- almost feel like it, it could is. Be. It could be. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I can't say for sure. But it, regardless, house is clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, she walks in. She's like, "Oh, nice place." 
to goes upstairs, starts playing playing with the little girl. The little girl pulls out like a doll with yes, a skull. Yes, Carol head. Ann from Poltergeist. Yeah, exactly. You did said I, Shining. Did I say Shining? Yeah, I didn't ah, want to correct shit. you. <laughs> Fucking, I think I'm having a stroke. I think I'm having. I get talking and I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. You're right, Troy. I met the Poltergeist. <clears throat> Clearly, there is no Carol Ann in The Shining. Anyway. So uh, she goes upstairs, starts playing with a little girl. Little girl like uh, pulls out a little doll with a skull head, and then stabs uh, Michelle in the leg. And Michelle goes, "Ah, fuck!" And then Tinker comes running up and grabs Michelle, takes her downstairs, and like mm-hmm. secures her to a chair, like ties her to this chair. Uh, while that's going on, we're going to cut back to Benny, who's out in the weirdo Texas swamp area, kind of skulking about, following Alfredo while he's doing his body dumping thing. Uh, eventually pulls the gun on Alfredo and he's like, look, you motherfucker, where is, where is everybody? How many of you are there? And Alfredo's like, fuck you. So Benny knocks him out and he falls in the swamp. Yuck, but whatever. Uh, after that, Benny's back on his own. Now we're going to cut back to the house where, uh, Michelle has been secured to the chair. Uh, they bring in the unconscious body of Justin and string him up, um, Good. We have a grandpa-esque figure. I'm not going to say he's the Sawyer grandpa, but there's a dead body in a suit uh, sitting in a chair, and they're all referring to him as grandpa. Now, normally this is where they would put the hammer in his hand and make him kill Justin. Instead, they're like, oh, he's, he's, he's that that's a dead guy, right? They don't even bother with this dude. They're like, he, he, he's really there just for show. I don't know why we even keep him around. He kind of stinks. But uh, they're like, okay, let's go ahead and kill Justin here. And Michelle's freaking out. Uh, They get into a a dipshit argument. Um, First, it's about, well, Tex rolls in. He helps him carry. And this is where we get the big reveal that Tex Mm. is part of this half-assed Sawyer family. And Okay, so these guys are way too good looking to be Sawyers. All of them, really. Even Mama. We're going to meet Mama. Or somebody that they refer to as Mama. She comes in in a wheelchair. She's got one of these voice tracheotomy things. Mm-hmm. Hey, how's it going? I'm really sorry about all this. We didn't mean to kill you, but we're going to eat you anyway. I, I always wanted a friend that had one of those so that I could just snatch the fucking thing away if he got on my nerves. That's me. That's the point. That is the point. That's exactly. Oh, you Oh, you don't like. You want to talk shit about my Vikings? Give me that fucking thing. Yeah. You can have this back later on piece of shit <laughs> anyway uh we meet mama we meet uh tex tinker and leatherface who they keep referring to as junior now at no other point in the sawyer clan franchise has leatherface been referred to as junior it's jeb jed leatherface or bubba J- junior would indicate um that he was named after his father mm-hmm but we don't we, see we, no we father. We have never met his father, or mm-hmm. there has never even been a mention of Leatherface's yeah. father. So I don't know, man. But we're just going to roll with this. Uh, Leatherface Junior comes rolling in, and he's got a Walkman on, and he's like rocking out a little bit, and he puts the Walkman on uh, Michelle, and she's like, Aah! and then Tinker's like, "You goddamn, who's your technology?" And he takes the the Walkman away and throws it in the mm-hmm. oven. So apparently he forgot that Leatherface is like three times his size and can easily whip his ass. <laughs> so Leatherface is like, you think that's funny, motherfucker? He puts him in like a bear hug and then forces him to reach into the oven and get the uh, the Walkman out. 
not using his robotic pincher claw, <laughs> using his real hand, which sucks. You're already short a hand. You're going to lose another one. You keep pissing the big guy off. Uh, Mama comes down and she's like, oh, Leatherface. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, he's a good boy. <laughs> and then he tells, she tells Leatherface mm. to go down and do his lessons. He's got like one of those speaking spell things down mm. in the basement. And it keeps asking him. It shows him a picture of mm-hmm. a clown. And he keeps putting in F-O-O-D. And it's like, wrong, try again. Wrong, try again. And he's going, <laughs> getting all fired off. It's a little, little leather face humor there for you. Uh, last rocket on Walkman? Yeah, that was the band oh, playing on. Oh, I didn't on, even know that. Last Rocket. I don't think I've ever heard of them. Is that I what it's called? I don't remember them. Lays, Laz Rocket. How can you be a junior when your dad is your uncle? That's a very good question. Thank you. That is a very good question, Ryan. I don't know if that even counts as a junior. It should be like, uh, I'm I'm my own cousin in a, in a weird way. I don't know, man. I don't know how any of that works. Uh, regardless, um, that's all, all well and good. Now we're going to cut back to Benny, who has stumbled upon this house and is skulking around the outside trying to figure out how many of these fuckers there are, what's going on in there. And all this shit. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, back inside, Justin has come too. Uh, They haven't officially killed him yet. They've just strung him up. And apparently, uh, he was still alive this whole time. Because he's like, oh, he's upside down. And uh, that's when they just, they're like, oh, fuck it. He's still alive. So they take a hammer and smack him in the head. And now he's dead. And Michelle got to watch that. Finally. She's like, she's got the gag in. Daddy brother. Yeah. Yeah, same thing, Troy. <laughs> whatever whatever you want to call it. So that's that sucks. Uh, she just watched her brother get killed. And now they immediately go, set into like peeling flanks off him and cutting steaks and things like that, which is even grosser. Uh, that's pretty gnarly. Everything's like going going crazy. About this time, Ken, Ken for, or Benny, I should say, is outside. He sees some of this action and he's like, oh, hell no. So he just opens fire through a kitchen window uh, basically just shooting haphazardly at anything in this kitchen. Uh, blew Grandpa's face blew off. Blew Grandpa's face off. <laughs> I don't think he hit anybody else, did he? Did he? He might have glazed. Uh, I think he. I think Tinker got hit like in the shoulder. Uh, other than that, he didn't really do any damage to anybody. Did he? Did he did kill, he kill mama? the Mama? He I might thought. have. He might have. He might have killed Mama. Um, it doesn't matter because she's a worthless character in this little <laughs> equation anyway. <laughs> Uh, regardless, so now they know that Benny's out there and they're like, let's get him. So Tex, um, Tinker and the little, the little girl stays behind, but in all this confusion, Michelle gets loose. Uh, she gets out and she starts like running around. Uh, not Vigo, uh, Tex manages to catch Benny outside. So like right outside in the driveway. Now, right, right where the uh, the big monster truck with the animal skins is parked, they get into a tussle. They're rolling mm-hmm. around, punching each other. Uh, at one point, Tex pulls out like a big Bowie knife and starts like trying to stab at Benny, but he keeps missing and hitting a auxiliary gas tank on the truck, punching holes in it, and gas starts pouring out. Benny then grabs Tex, holds him under the gas spray, throws, it, and then takes a lighter mm-hmm. and lights him on fire, and that's the end of Tex. So. We bid you a fond adieu, Mr. Vigo Mortensen. Your, your name will be forever etched in the 
<laughs> anals of uh, the Texas Chainsaw He Massacre. probably wants to forget it, He probably too. does, along with Dennis Hopper. They, they both wish they hadn't have done these movies. Yeah. <laughs> too bad, fuckers. Your name's yeah. in it already. You can't take it out once it's in there. So no more uh, text. Now we mm-hmm. cut to Tinker, who's out running around. He actually jumps in the truck and takes off after Benny. Um, Michelle has gotten out, and she's running around also. Uh, Benny, or excuse me, Tinker, is flying down the road trying to... Te- we get one of those ridiculous scenes where... Okay, Benny's trying to run away from the truck, but he's doing it in a straight line, and the truck is chasing like right behind him. So eventually, Benny figures it out, and he hangs a sharp left, which causes the truck to roll, and then he gets out, and we get another tussle between Tinker and Benny. Mm-hmm. Um, this one takes place mm-hmm. actually like kind of close, like out in the woods. So they're like hitting each other with trees and sticks. Uh, Michelle, however, creeps up behind Tinker and kills him while Benny is still like trying to get him off him. So there's no more Tinker in the equation. Good. I don't understand mm-hmm. what that guy's job was or what he... You what know? he did? Well, I, I mean, I get it. He was part of like the the Sawyer Hunter Killer team, but what what's going on with the, with these? What what these guys are way too good looking to be Sawyers. Right? I'm starting to think that maybe they wanted to branch off with the new family, like just forget about the first and second one. This was a whole new Texas okay, then, chainsaw. So, oh, you think we're just scrapping? We're just restarting the whole I shit? I think that's what they were hoping for. Oh, God. Well, if that was the case, they should have left this mysterious W.G. Sawyer out of the opening thing. If you don't want to use the Sawyers, it's fine. I get that. You Call them, call them the uh, Parkers or something. I don't know, man. Like in the remake. The, remake was pretty, the remakes were pretty good. Was just this said, a no different director? Yes. Okay. Different writer, too. Different writer. So that's pretty gnarly. Uh, no more Tinker. Now uh, they're like, oh, okay. And then here comes Alfredo, uh, Pseudo Sawyer number one. And he's like, you motherfuckers. He's got his own truck and he's driving around. Catches Benny. Now they're back at the body swamp. Uh, big fight between Michelle and Alfredo. Benny pulls Alfredo off Michelle. Scuffle between, eventually knocks Alfredo out. Here comes Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Now he's got himself like this super pimped out um it's like chrome plated with like gold emblazings on it it's like it's like a really tricked out saw and it's engraved on the blade the saw is family which is actually pretty cool i'll give you that that's probably the best part of this whole movie is the 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 super saw uh so now the the tussle continues between benny and leatherface uh they manage to knock each other into the body pit swamp situation but this part is particularly silly because as they're fighting in the swamp, the chainsaw is still revving. Now, I don't know if any of you guys know how to operate a chainsaw. That's not how it works. Number one, that's not how it works. Number two, and I can attest to this, they do not float. They are made out of metal. This mm-hmm. one especially with all that chrome. They do not float. Mm-hmm. But but <laughs> for the purposes of this story, both of those uh, little tidbits do not exist because this one is still revving the chain at full speed while floating and like going up and down in the swamp. Right. How does that fucking make sense? Now, I could see it if we were setting this up for some kind of a deal where uh, one of them got impaled on the, on the saw blade, but that doesn't happen. They, they get very close to it and it gets very intense because they're like punching at each other and, uh, you know... 
Benny holds Leatherface's head close to the saw blade, but then he reverses it and like does a twirly move on him. Needless to say... Depending on how long your blade is and how tall the water is, I could see the bottom half sitting at the bottom. Okay. But wouldn't it die in the water? It probably would. Thank you. And that wouldn't make sense anyway, because <laughs> Benny and Leatherface were at least chest high when yeah, they were slugging so, it out. okay. And this thing is still like bobbing <laughs> with the, the blade revving... As they're fighting it out. Now, if any of you guys have ever worked a chainsaw, you know that there's a choke on it, right? So you can start the engine and the blade won't start start spinning until you engage the choke. It's almost like a trigger mechanism. I don't know, man. I don't know. Whatever. I'm just saying. Maybe this was some... I mean, obviously, this was a custom saw. Maybe they removed the choke altogether. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Far be it for me to shit on your your fucking chainsaw. It looked cool. Who made this chainsaw? That's a very good question. That's like, a, did Vigo take it into town and say, "Make this out of I, gold, please"? Hey, listen, I need to. I know it doesn't. No, we're not killing anybody with it. But I just want to, you know, I want to chrome plate it and I want a nice saying on the blade there. That's all I'm saying. Now, I know it's a little scary looking, but it's just no. It's just for chopping down trees. That's all that is. All right, whatever. I mean, it's the same. It's like the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers with his personalized license plate. Can you see him standing in line at the DMV filling out one of those forms? <laughs> no. No, you can't. So let's just forget it and just let just let it wash over us, okay? Well, he stole that truck. He did? <laughs> I, yeah, whatever. Somebody had that Somebody truck. already had. Yeah, and he just killed that okay. person and took it over. So applying that logic, there's another chainsaw-wielding <laughs> maniac family out there with the same belief system as these yahoos. And uh, Tex stole the saw from them. The, the, mm-hmm. They somehow got chrome-plated and emblazoned with the same. Whatever, man. We're, we're asking too many questions. I know. We're asking too many questions. So we'll just continue with the story. Anyway, um, needless to say, uh, Leatherface gets gets uh, the better of uh, Benny and mm-hmm. kind of drowns him. And that sucks. Uh, Michelle goes hauling ass. Alfredo's chasing her. All through the night, wakes up in the morning. Somehow she got out of the... Or doesn't wake up. Uh, we just cut to the sunrise. Mm-hmm. She has apparently evaded Alfredo and made it out of the woods or whatever you want to call this particular stretch of Texas into a desert landscape where she goes walking into the sunset and she's like, oh, fucking fuck, we made it. I made it. Whoa, I lost him. Woo! And then up pulls Alfredo's truck, and he's like, I got you now, you motherfucker. But then uh, the door opens, and we realize that it's Benny. And Benny is actually driving Alfredo's truck. Mm-hmm. And she, he's like, hey, come on, girl, get in. We made it. So she's like, Benny, yay. And then she goes to get in the truck, and then Alfredo pops out with a sledgehammer and hits Benny in the head and knocks him out. A uh, little bit of a struggle between Alfredo and Michelle, uh, there's a shotgun in the mm-hmm. in the in the uh, cab of the truck. So Michelle was already in the truck when Benny got hit in the head. So she grabs a shotgun, shoots Alfredo right in the chest, blows him out, and then helps Benny into the truck. And they drive off into the sunset together. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of Leatherface Texas Chainsaw. And Master I didn't 3. realize shotguns were so fragile that if they got knocked down, they broke. Like I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't even a big, she, he like swatted out of her hand. What Monica is referring to is the shotgun. If you're paying attention like we were clearly, or actually it was pretty obvious. You don't yeah. have to like watch it with a microscope or anything. 
you'll see that as soon as the shotgun hits the floor of the the truck, like the stock like shatters a little bit. So she's like wielding it around. And you see a giant fucking crack down the shaft of the shotgun. That's a pretty cheap ass shotgun, man. Yeah. Or it's a. I mean, more to the point, it's a cheap ass stage prop, which is it's. Um, Did they just leave that in there? Is that what happened? Well, okay, let me. <laughs> Let me let me lay out a little disclaimer here. Okay. okay? Now okay. I was I, I I spotted that, but before that I spotted something in the credits. Okay. And this may attest to something. Hmm. Uh, in the opening, we we watched the opening of this show. Hmm. In the opening credits, production designer Mick Strawn. Mick's an old friend of the podcast. Here, he was a production designer on many horror films, to include uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three, four, Cats. Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, did a whole crap ton of uh, uh, Roger Corman movies. Um, great guy. He's been on the show with us here before. Um, I mean, Mick, Mick is known for making things happen on a very low budget. So it would not surprise <sighs> me for one second if Mick built this the shotgun for this scene out of some scrap wood and a couple of... Uh, um, toilet paper rolls or paper oh. towel rolls or something like that. Okay. <laughs> and the actors just got a little overzealous in that scene and, and... Bro- broke Mick's prop is what I think probably <laughs> happened. I might shoot him a text later to see if he remembers this thing and how this actually happened. But um, hmm. Mick, we love you. Uh, well done with the production design. Sorry about your prop shotgun. I hope. So he did the bodies in the swamp too. Probably. Okay, because that looked good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he didn't do the special effects. He mm. was production design, which oh, is okay. basically overseeing the entire aesthetic of the movie. Okay. So hmm. that would be part of it. And if uh, a particular special effect fell through at the last minute, it would be on him to fix it. Okay. So uh, sorry, Mick. Hmm. Hope we didn't just shit all over your movie. But to be fair, Mick is known for shitting all over his own movies. And he knows more. He'll tell you straight up. I worked on this movie. It's garbage. And it looks like shit. And I don't know why I was hired. Oh, okay. He's a, we love you, Mick. Mick's a great guy. Uh, that's it. Did you What did you guys... What did you think, Monica, of uh, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, right? I just couldn't stand this movie. You don't like it? No. What didn't you like about it? I, the whole the whole storyline like it just it didn't play into anything that's that's the that's that's what i'm thinking too the characters the well if you're gonna continue i at least want like try to make the people look the same or yeah, i get that uh the thing is this movie was made in 1990 and this was a very popular time in horror movie history for Weird mm. franchise uh, flip-flopping and being shuffled around. This is about the time we got uh, Halloween 4, 5, and 6. Okay. Which technically are not considered part of the Halloween franchise in a weird way. I know they have Michael Myers in them, and they sort of continue on a Strode-esque storyline. But as far as the main crux of the, the timeline, they're not technically part of it. It makes sense if you dig into the backstory. But same thing happened here. This does not. This to me does not feel like a, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. It's way too clean. Um, it doesn't even feel like Texas to me. It feels like Southern California. Yeah, the setting was off too. Yeah, because compared to the first one, where it, they had the tall grass or whatever the yeah. fuck you call that 
totally different. No, this one you have like <laughs> pine trees and uh, like palm trees and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> is there a swamp in Texas? I'm sure there is, but I'm, there can't be that many of them, right? It's very. It's it felt very out of place to have a swamp in the middle of the Texas desert. Yeah, I agree. That was very off-putting. These people mm-hmm. didn't feel like Sawyers or really like like they they they're too good looking. Is the problem? You know. Show me some jacked up teeth. Show me some weird facial hair. Show me some guys that yeah, look like they stink. Yeah, who was the little girl, too? Now, yeah, what are they fucking reproducing all of a sudden? We never touched on her. Oh, we, like, we never got a backstory on her. Was one of those guys her dad or... Damn, fine. They, they all called uh, the lady in the wheelchair mama. But that girl couldn't have been more than eight or nine years old. Oh, my goodness. Who the hell is having sex with mama eight or nine years ago? Well, they kidnapped a girl, got her pregnant, oh, and then God. ate her after she gave birth. Ah. G-rated version for the millennials. Um, <laughs> cool. You could be right there, parole officer. It just didn't feel like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This this version of Leatherface didn't feel like our Leatherface. It felt like a. It felt it felt to me like a killer with a, a chainsaw and a mask. You know, it didn't feel like our guy. And this didn't feel like our family. This felt like a very sanitized, good-looking, cleaned-up version of the Sawyers. I'm See, not, I could roll it. with the first Leatherface, the the remake, the new yeah. one where we met the family. Yeah, I could roll with that one, but not this one. No, I agree. This one just didn't feel. And again, it it's not to say that these are the Sawyers because they might not be. They might be some bizarro offshoot. But if that's the case, why would we bring up this mysterious W.E. Sawyer at the beginning of the movie? Why not just get rid of that whole disclaimer or mm. do a new one? Mm-hmm. Make this like a copycat family. Or um, it could be like a, a rival family or something like that. I don't know, man. Yeah, but- it's almost. it would be almost like taking a new family, throwing them in wrong turn and saying, yeah. this is the this is wrong turn. Yeah, wrong turn. No, no. Like like the the second one where all of a sudden there was an inbred chick running around. Yeah, no, and we didn't was, have a girl. She was kind of hot too. In a weird way. I know. All right, whatever. All right, get a nice body. <laughs> well, if you can put the tumors aside. <laughs> all right, guys, that was uh, Leatherface Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. Massacre three here in the season of the Saw. We're doing all Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm or Chainsaw-related movies uh, this month in the entire Padded Room Network, or most of them anyway. Um, We got the uh, Horror for Dummies crew covering the remakes. We got the Sawyers. They got the Hewitts. Uh, I got the Shock Treatment crew coming in later this week (laughs) for... What is a parole officer piping off about? I am watching the original from 1974. Monica, that's Big Robert in a wheelchair. Oh, no. Do you know a Franklin? My best friend in Wisconsin yeah. is Franklin. Oh, no. Totally. Oh, no. <laughs> he, he's not in a wheelchair, is he? Uh, well, you, now he is. Oh, no. He's in a walker. A his, walker. Yeah, his uh, spinal cord, yeah. the, the end, disintegrated. Yuck. Yeah, Was terrible. Was an accident or something? No, he used to be like a thousand pound weightlifting yeah. guy, and it just, all the years That'll of lifting. That'll kill you, man. Killed him. It'll kill you. Uh, anyway, I think that's about going to do it for us. Why don't we take us a little break and we'll come back with some other stuff. G'day, mate. Welcome to Australia. Home of baby-eating dingoes, 100 different animals ready to kill you, 
Mick Taylor, Mick Dundee, and 20 other guys called Mick. Oh, and the dumbest bloke on planet Earth. I'm Ben, and I'm here to learn about horror films. But fear not, I've come to help this poor special needs kid as I make him sit down and watch some of the greatest and not-so-greatest horror films out there in our podcast, Horror for Dummies. Hooray! So join us every week on the Padded Room Network as we talk about horror films old and new and listen to some favourite tracks while we spray some spiders. So the question stands, where the bloody hell are ya? So jump onto your kangaroo and hop on over to the Padded Room Network.
with that hack monster. My butt won't plug itself. Oh, 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 I didn't see you there. Well, while you're enjoying the frights for today, perhaps you would enjoy some more frights that the Padded Room Network has in store for you. Well, if just by following the links below, you could find yourself in many worlds of horror, including Wicked Wednesdays with Alan and Shelley Easterling, Horror for Dummies with Tim and Jaleesa Davis, Who Will Survive with Paul Stevenson and Marco Pastos, The Resurrection of Zombie 7 Podcast with Ron Martin and Jessica Feeney, Dark History with Sarah Nowinski. Oh, and you cannot forget the Psych Ward with Darian and Mandy. There are so many frights for you that are just waiting a click away. Oh, uh, Igor, come closer with that cock monster. My my anal juices are... uh, they're purging too much. Uh, go watch the shows. Uh, I mean, listen to them. This is a podcast. You listen. You don't watch. Plug my ass, Igor. I'm making no sense. <laughs> Laugh with me, Igor. Laugh with me. Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. Monica, Yes. if we ever go on a road trip, mm-hmm. number one, no shortcuts. Number two, no hitchhikers unless they're hot. Uh, and female hitchhikers only, I think is a good rule. I mean, we'll, 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 what we'll do is we'll break out like a graph and we'll rate the hitchhikers as we pass them. Okay. And we'll have like a, we'll have like a stinky index Uh versus a hot index. Okay. And if they don't meet the correct parallel on the index chart, (laughs) then we keep driving. All right. That guy looks stinky and you're like, oh, he's cute. And I'm like, how cute is he? Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, four? Okay, we're driving. If they don't look like Tom Hardy, they're not getting in the car. Well, yeah, but you're you're pretty lenient on your Tom no, Hardy. No, I am not. Oh, yes, you are. Because <laughs> no. there's some people out there look nothing like Tom Hardy, and you're like, oh. <laughs> who, is, who is that? Who is that guy? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what you're, what you're up to there. <laughs> All right, you see what else? Uh, if the uh, I think we can both change a tire, right? I don't know how. You've but never changed a tire. No, but it's, I'm not stupid. I've seen it done. It's not hard. Yeah, take the lug nuts um, off, put the tire on, and put it back on. Well, you want to put the jack underneath the car. Well, first, yeah, right? of course. Jack well, it up. I mean, 
I, f- I don't think I have to tell you this, but we should probably get this worked out now before the road trip, right? Just in case. All right. Anyway, you ready to get into the Terror Dome? Yes. Room? Yeah. Let's do it. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. Dream come true. To the Terradome. No fights this week, inmates, but we do have last week's winners that... Oh, shit, I'm not even ready for Hold on. In singles competition, we had the... The Hannibal Lecter versus the Maniac Cop. The good doctor spun a twisted web... First eluding Officer Cordell, then fighting, then eventually attempting to talk his way out of justice. Its words gave Matthew pause, but only for a moment. Then the billy club fell on Hannibal's head again and again and again. With a vote of 10 to 3, the Maniac Cop advances over Math over, uh, almost said Matthew Ma- Cordell, over <laughs> Hannibal Lecter. I saw that coming. I think the super fight for Hannibal Lecter is him versus Jigsaw. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, just uh, just off the top of your head, who do you think wins that one? Jigsaw. Me too. He's younger. See, the thing is, unless you're already crazy, you're, you're fine against Hannibal Lecter. You know? He talks the one guy into killing himself. <laughs> right? In, in the prison cell next door. Yeah. He talks the other guy into... Uh, what, like mutilating his face? But those guys were already crazy. Uh-huh. But they, if you're okay, like Officer Starling, you got nothing to worry about. He'll get into your childhood and make you cry, but other than that, you're going to be fine. Yeah, but... You, I don't know. I haven't seen a TV show yet. Though. You can't kill what's already dead. He's an undead cop, man. You can try all you want, but he's going to keep coming back. Dude, he'll shoot you. He'll get a gun and shoot you. He's not one of these uh, butcher knife dudes. Yeah, he doesn't say, oh, put your hands up no. or I'll shoot. No, he'll light you on fire. He'll shoot you with a gun. He'll get a shotgun. Um, you don't see Jason ever use a firearm or Michael Myers. Yeah. He'll even run you over with a fucking car now that I think about it. You ever seen Michael Myers do that shit? No. No. All right. Maniac he does cop. drive, though. Well, yeah, but that's that, uh, that's a whole other that's a whole other topic there, Miss Monica. Let's take a look at the team's competition, shall we? Team's competition. We had the Blind Dead versus the Inbred Cannibals. 
The Hadiger brothers controlled the woods and everything in it, human and animal. But unversed in the living dead and uneducated in killing what's already dead, they found themselves helpless against the Templars. Quickly surrounded and terrified in their cabin, the Templars set the structure ablaze and walked off into the night. With a vote of 11-2, to two, the blind dead win a fight against the inbred cannibals. Yay! You did it. All right. You did it, fellas. I knew you could do it. Yeah, at least once. That'll probably be it. <laughs> well, they could probably take the critters. Who are they going to fight next week, I wonder? <laughs> the Deadites. Uh, maybe. maybe uh, but Deadites are pretty cheeky. <laughs> right? They're like, they come with like flutes and drums and shit like that. I guess it all depends on the fans. It do- who, well, of course it who does. Who do they like better? They like the Deadites, I can tell you right now. Half the people mm. that voted for the Blind Dead didn't even know who they were. They just heard me whining, whining about how the Blind Dead never went, and they're like, oh, all right, we feel bad. Let's, go ahead and let's give them this one, I guess. All right, inmates, uh, no fights this week because we are closing out the semifinals, but let's, or the quarterfinals, excuse me. Let's take a look at the semifinal rounds. Uh, in the singles competition, Asylum Conference, we are going to have the Tall Man versus Frankenstein, Pazuzu versus the Candyman, Pyramid Head versus Celine, and Jason versus Pinhead. Oh. Inferno Conference is going to be Freddy versus Chucky in a stand-up comedy competition. Mm. Charlie versus Samara in the Battle of the Little Girls, Michael Myers versus the Mummy, and Dracula versus the Maniac Cop. Oh, boy. Teams Competition Asylum's Conference is going to be the Vengeful Ghost versus the Lost Boys, Killer Cars versus the Silent Hill Nurses, Home Invaders versus the Nazi Zombies, and Xenomorphs versus the Cenobites. Oh, boy. Inferno Conference is going to be Werewolves versus the 30 Days a Night Vampires, the Prime... Excuse me. <laughs> the Puppet Master Dolls. I almost said Prime Minister Dolls. Puppet Master Dolls versus the Sawyer Family, Critters versus the Witches, and Deadites versus the Blind Dead. We'll resume the fights next week with the uh, Asylum Conference inmates, so tune in for that. In the meantime, we are going to tell you what we have been looking at this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? I uh, watched uh, Haunted Season 2, which mm-hmm. just hit Netflix. Did you see the first season? Is that the one where the people tell their stories? Yeah. Yeah. It's fu- I, I don't... I'm on episode 3. Of the second season? Yeah. I like it. Uh, not because I buy into any of that crap, uh-huh. but I love the reenactments, man. Oh. They're not fucking around. They're showing boobies and... Uh, <laughs> You know, people getting killed and stuff like that. It's pretty dope. What'd you think of the first episode? Where they, the doppelganger thing, the mimic? Yeah. Um, I thought the chick was hot. I don't buy, really, I don't buy any of this crap. Thank you. Because listening to her, I felt like she was full of shit. I felt that, I feel that way about 99% of them. Like the nurses? The nurses. With the haunted room, the possessed room. Oh, the the retirement community. That one scared me. That like, was gnarly. That was like, wow. But the first bitch, I was just like, fuck, when they, you're a fuck. When yeah. they go in and the old lady's like four feet above <gasps> yeah. her Yeah. 
God damn, son. And then everybody else that goes, goes in, in there, there dies, dies of like yeah. weird sudden heart failure <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden. No, thank you. Oh, and fuck. it's they reopened it. Yeah, apparently. I'm if curious. Any, I don't know if any of this shit is true. Yeah, right? I don't either though. That's cool. I love I love the reenactments and they don't pull mm-hmm. any stops, and that's why I keep watching the show. <laughs> watch that. I watched Three from Hell, Monica. Yeah, what'd you think? I dig it. I liked it. Uh, here's the thing though, it's not a horror movie. Uh-huh. And once you realize that, it's smooth sailing. It's a Western, is what it is. You got an outlaw gang. They got to break their partner out of the clink and then hightail it to Mexico while they're being hunted by, uh, you know, various law enforcement. And uh, once they get down there. But was I wrong on the timeline? Like, they went in in 1978 and it's 10 years later. The, the timeline's j- janky. And I'm just like, why is everybody in the 70s outfits? It's a, it's a Rob Zombie thing. He could make a movie set in 2025, and they would all still have big bushy beards. No. And be wearing polyester. Um, God, Sid Haig looked really bad. Yeah, he did. It, he's you only in tell. it for like three minutes. Yeah. But God damn, man, he did not look good at all. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Uh, the taking of Deborah Logan. I'm doing the uh, 31. For, I'm trying to do the 31 for 31. I fell behind. Mm-hmm. But in doing that, I'm trying to revisit some of my favorites. That's one of them. And I watched another one called Discarnate from 2018. I watched that one. That's I told you about that you did. one. It's pretty cool. You like that? Uh, yeah. I like it because it feels like a B-movie. It's very low. It appears to be very low budget. But we've got some pretty big name stars in there. Yeah. Uh, what our our buddy? What's his name? Uh, Josh Stewart in there. And I am rapidly growing a wildly inappropriate boner for Bex Taylor Clausen. Oh, which one is he? She. 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 <laughs> Come on, Monica. If I saw her. I she. Would be it's like, a girl. Oh. I'm into chicks. I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> she is. Uh, she was in Hellfest, and um, she's got like she's very punk rock looking. She's a in real life, the actress is a full-on lesbian. Oh, okay. But she's good. she's got a very punk rock look to her, very kind of butch looking. Oh, okay, her. Yeah, her. Yeah. I think she's very... I just watched her in something. She was in Hellfest. Did you see that one? I think she's on a on a, a regular on a TV show of some sort. Yeah, I feel like uh, she was also in... She does some kind of vampire... 13 Reasons, yes. Is that she what it is? She played a lesbian on oh, that. Oh, of course, yeah. When you look like that, you're going to get typecast. But I think she's super hot. And uh, lesbian or not, I enjoy me some Bex Taylor Klaus, Klaus, whatever her name is. And that's all I'm looking at, Monica. What do you got? Hmm. Okay, so I watched that new movie that came out called Wounds. Wounds? How's that? I liked it up until the ending. It got a little... You know, they never close out a good movie. Like, it's good, and then the last five minutes, you're like... Oh. I would almost oh. rather they do that than telegraph the ending. You yeah. Know what I mean, when, when you see the twist coming at the beginning, uh-huh. and you're like, I know exactly where this is going. It's like that uh, <laughs> that slasher season one. We all knew who the killer was in the first episode. He's like, I didn't. Well, you should have. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> But yeah, it was okay. If I mean, yeah, it's good up until the last five minutes. Okay. And then I watched the new Eli movie. Did you see any demons afterward? <laughs> no. That's disappointing. <laughs> Could you try to see some demons? <gasps> okay. I feel like you're not putting in the effort to seeing the demons. 
What if, if if I see some demons, I better hit the lottery the next day what? and become like the richest, powerful woman in the world. Could I suggest a few demons for you to see or draw you some pictures or something? I don't know, man. I, I just feel like I don't, I don't know. Right on. Wait, other uh, than that, is it a good show or no? No, it is pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, it's. I would. I would definitely recommend it for you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then I went off of the horror path. There, I watched the tall girl. Okay. And I watched the laundry mat. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was Gary Oldman and Antonio Banderas. Yeah. yeah, comedy. Yeah. It was good. Okay. And then I came back and watched Here Comes the Devil Part Two. What'd you think of that? Absolute fucking garbage poo poo try i want to know what you thought of it sure about the same fucking you, guys, you guys are usually pretty simpatico oh. these things. well it's they they turned the devil into her dad oh no and it was yeah it was absolutely absurd right. and then here's a movie i really recommend because it started with uh killing right away and it went all kills hmm. like trick I've seen I've, that one just popped up on my pirate. Yeah, I'm watch gonna, it. Okay, it's like death, death. I'm like, oh my god, nice. I love this movie. Very nice. Uh, and that's all I watch. Oh, besides Haunted, also. Oh, season two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right on, man. Let's do a little immersion therapy then, shall we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Immersion Therapy The Gate. Mm-hmm. You've seen it. Oh, God. You loved it. Did you, you didn't like it. Why it's didn't, okay. Is it just because Stephen Dorff? No, it's it's okay. It's, very, it's a child. It's like a beginning horror movie it for is. kids. It's very silly. Mm-hmm. Um the best part, the part, I mean, it's not really a horror, well, I guess it is technically a horror movie. The, the scariest part of that is the dead construction worker, oh. think, right? <laughs> well, I did like the little guys. The little guys were silly, man. That's why I probably liked them. <laughs> Pick them up and throw them. Get on with your day. The dead construction worker, on the other hand, he could be in any of the walls at any time, which is pretty oh, dope. yeah. Yeah. That's, Yeah. He was a little spooky, he but has spooky. Deacon seen this movie? He watched some of it with me. Oh, okay. The He's, yeah. He, yeah, i tell you what about that kid, and I'm probably going to jail for this, but <laughs> the, he has watched every movie in the season of The Saw with me thus far. Good. And he does not. He actually roots for Leatherface most of the time. Yeah. Daddy is Yetterface. That's okay. I mean, Daddy, I did the same thing when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I was four when I started, so. I was about the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. And we're not out murdering people. I mean, we're not people. killing anybody that no. you know of. We'd like to, but... Oh, don't, get me, <laughs> don't get me started. Uh, I like the uh, the heavy metal connotations to this one, though. That was something that was always fascinating to me. Yeah. When the, when the dork, dorky kid goes home and plays the record backwards. Uh-huh. Oh, that was kind of neat. Because th- this hit right in the middle of the satanic panic. 
Oh, the, yes. The mid-80s. So. I remember that. Me too. I was fascinated with all of that shit. Me too. And like uh, at the same time, uh, Merciful Faith was out. Yep, the big uh, Venom. Judas, Judas <laughs> Priest controversy. <laughs> yeah. That happened here in town. Yeah, it? it happened here. Or was it Carson? No, it happened here where the guy blew his face off. Yeah. Well, yeah. One of, there was two kids. One of them actually killed himself and the other one... Blew half his face off because mm-hmm. he can't do anything right. And he blamed <laughs> Judas Priest. Stupid. You realize that it's all about gayness, Judas Priest, right? Rob Halford, he was trying to tell everybody that he was gay. He's not trying to tell you to kill yourself. All right, whatever. <laughs> you would have been much happier just being gay. I'm telling you right now. Anyway, that's uh, what, what are we doing for uh, immersion therapy? The Illustrated? The invested, the influence, the influence. Let's see what kind of movie that yeah, is. Yeah, let's. Uh, because didn't he say that was a movie you can grind on? What does that even mean? Uh, you could pleasure yourself. I well, believe. I can, I can do that to just about any movie if uh. I really want to. <laughs> All right, I'm pulling it up right now. Connor from the Psycho Bunny Death Cult recommended the influenced. Um, we could just do Eli instead. See if anybody sees any demons. Back in her childhood home to his mother. Huh. Well, we can do either one. Um, Let's do Eli. Let's do e- I agree. Because I was just going to say that. I think we have to read this movie, and I don't feel like reading right now. Me neither, and I want to <laughs> see some goddamn demons, Monica. I got, a house, right. I got a house full of in-laws. I could really use some demonic influence right there now. There you go. You know what I mean? I'm getting really sick of all the laundry being done. Maybe I need to rewatch pers- it. What, the influence? No, Eli to Oh, the Eli. The yeah. demons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, what do you, you got to like uh, do some edibles and then watch it maybe? <laughs> I got some if you need some. Uh, no, I'll just do alcohol. Alcohol? That's, <laughs> yeah. That's just going to make me fall asleep. <laughs> Or uh, lose interest and play Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> anyway, that's your, uh, your uh, what do you call there? Uh, immersion Immersion therapy. therapy for the week. Well, let me pull up the specs on that real quick. It is Eli from 2019. And it is on Netflix. And, god damn it. Um... <clears throat> Uh, stars Charlie Shotwell, Lily Taylor, and Kelly Riley. It's directed by Kieran Foy. That name sounds familiar. Didn't we do something by him already? Which which one? Kieran Foy. That sounds. I feel like we did that something not too long ago by that guy. Hmm. Hold on. I'm gonna do a little on the fly research and get to the bottom of Kieran Foy. He uh, also directed a little movie. Called Citadel and Sinister Two. Oh, okay. Eli. Oh, um, he was he directed a couple episodes of The Haunting on Hill House. He's got a pretty good pedigree here. Oh, did you okay. Ever, did you ever see The Citadel? Mm-mm. That's a pretty good one where the kids kill the pregnant lady. No, it's pretty pretty savage. Oh, uh, check that out, inmates. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. Yeah. First, we have to educate Miss Monica. Educating Miss Monica.
Yes. All right, Monica, uh, hit it. Let, let us all get ready to kick ourselves in the face while you tell us what the clues from last week were one more time. Oh, my God. I'm ready. This director would be so upset with y'all. Hello, L.A. This could be the start of a meaningful relationship. That is a line from the movie. You just moved into that beautiful building. Three, menacing phone calls. Four, why would someone gift you a telescope? Five, another gift. Six, full-blown stalker. Seven, now you have a showdown. Which one of you will fall to your death? Okay, two, two titles immediately come to mind. I'm pretty sure it's neither one of these, but I'm going to throw them both out there. Is it Body Double? No. Is it The Sentinel? No. All right, then go fuck it's yourself. It's a John Carpenter Move to classic. It's not Escape from L.A. No, it's called Someone Watching Me. Oh. He made this movie and it just kind of got shoved yeah, away. Yeah. But he loved it. He loved it. I don't know why. It's not very good. Well, it's I a mean, stalker movie. It's not it's more like a like a weird erotic thriller <laughs> type of a thing. Yeah, cuz he's spying on he's her. He's watching a and bunch she's of She's so stupid. She's having sex <laughs> and not even closing her curtains. Sometimes me and the wife do that. I'm like, "Lady, close the curtain like, and you oh, <laughs> Let's give the, let's give him a show, sweetie. <laughs> Ow. Let's put it all out there, baby doll. Woo! All right, what are this week's clues? Which uh, which romantic comedy would you like us to guess this week? This one we can go back in time. Okay. Okay. Since the carnival came to town, strange things have been happening. They had a mysterious coffin on display in town, and it just disappeared. Giant spiders creeping around. These two have discovered the carnival has a dark secret. It will grant you your deepest wish, but with a price to pay. Got you. <laughs> I got you, Miss Monica. I really liked rewatching this. Boom, boom, boom. I haven't seen this one in years. I yeah. used to have it on VHS, <laughs> and I don't know what happened to it. Fantastic movie, it is. guys, if it you is. know what it is. I should read the. I've never read the book. I heard the book is much better. Hmm. I should do that. All right, inmates, uh, think about that. I'm 99% sure I got her. I could be wrong, though. Um, in the meantime, thank you very much for listening. Like, comment, subscribe wherever you heard this show. That helps us out a lot with our visibility. Find out anything you need to know about us, our Patreon link, our affiliate shows on the Padded Room Network at paddedroompodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will see you next week with uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D continuing the season of the saw here on the padded room network. All right. Monica, you got anything else on the week, baby doll? No, thanks everybody. If you guys are having Halloween parties, be safe, be safe. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know why we weren't invited, but fuck yourself anyway. (laughs) For Miss Monica, buddy in absentia, people who claim to be Sawyers, but are way too clean to be actual Sawyers. Uh, unfortunate people who actually do have the last name Sawyer and are uh, successful, you know, well-adjusted individuals. Um, remakes that are better than the originals. Um, saws that mysteriously float and uh, don't have a choke for the blade to spin. Um, and R-rated movies and weird burgers at Burger King that you, you don't you just don't don't even eat it don't even if you're curious don't eat it it's gonna just give you a stomach ache and probably do weird things to your poop and the padded room podcast mm-hmm. 
I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Oh, as Buddy would say, have, have a great night. week. Oh, I thought he said, have a nice week. Oh, have, a great a great week. have a great week. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bye. Sorry, Buddy. <laughs> <laughs>